The following program is brought to you by Hanson McLean Advisors, and the views expressed may not necessarily reflect the views of this station. Answering your top financial questions for the past 20 years, it's Hanson McLean's Money Matters. Welcome to Hanson McLean's Money Matters. I'm Scott Hanson. I'm Pat McLean. Thanks for joining us this weekend. That's right. Glad to have you with us on the weekend of September 19th. Both myself and my co-host here, we're both financial advisors. We spend our weekdays meeting with people like yourself, and we come here on the weekends to be your financial advisors on the air. So whether you work with advisors today and would like another opinion, or you do everything on your own and just searching out for more financial advice, or you're just getting started, or maybe even restarted, uh, we want you to consider this place a another um, program where you can come and get good information, and we talk about the world of finance, and we talk about what's happening in the world, and we talk about yeah, um, We talk about to, you. We talk about the things that uh, you're worried about, things that you're concerned about, and um, you call us. We don't know who you are. You could use your own name. You could use someone else's name. It doesn't matter to us. Um, we're just going to try to give you uh, information that moves you uh, further along. So That's right. Eight, eight, and eight, eight. Um, I got to say, uh, yeah. I was going to give the numbers out. <clears throat> okay. 888-2-HANSON. That's 888-2-H-A-N-S-O-N. Hanson, which is Scott Hanson. Name, <laughs> Hanson McLean. <laughs> Still a little bitter. Still a little bitter. It's not McLean Hanson, but... Uh, 8882-HANSON or 888-242-7666. That'll get you on the program. And, um, of course, love to take your call, answering your question regarding... And our... our um, It's interesting. We had a conversation with some people in our office the other day talking about um, what it is we're doing. So for it's been 20 years since uh, Pat and I have been coming on the airs, on the radio program, to talk about um, financial matters. And the thing that I think we enjoy about this process of being on the air doing it is a couple of things. One is people can call in and be totally anonymous. Well, we understand it's not easy the first time someone goes and sees a financial advisor, right? Yeah, it's it's got to be very scary. Yeah, is this person going to try to steal my money? Are they going to are they great salesperson going to talk me into something that are they going to ridicule yeah. me because I've made bad choices? And regardless of how your portfolio is constructed or how much money you have. We've all made mistakes. Of course, yeah, we all have. So, I mean, so the nice thing about a radio program, it's it's an anonymous place if you have a question for us. But also, um, it's it, a lot of the majority of people, if you look at the majority of Americans, don't have a lot of money and they can't really afford to go see um, quality financial advisors. I guess I'm calling ourselves quality financial advisors, but we can uh, be here on the air and, and give you some, some advice that'll help you with your finances. And most people in life, their goal is not to be rich. They'd like to be. They say that. We all say that. And people buy lottery tickets and stuff because it sounds like a fun fantasy. But I think in reality, uh, people value other things above just being rich. So they might value uh, security. They might value time with family. Friendships. Lots of different things that most people... Let's go through the things, the (laughs) list of things people may value in their lives. Other than money. A pet. A a cat video. (laughs) Oh, don't bring up cats. Anyway. um, You love cats, so... We're not going to talk about it. Because there's... People out there that do love cats, and um, my wife loves our cat, so, and I love my wife, so we have a cat, um, and I value that. So. And the cats cost me a fortune, by the way, as we're going through this. I tell you, let's not get, let's not get. No, to- no, no. That cat, I, I said to my wife, that cat's going to cost us five grand, and the d- 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 cat scratches the tops of the cabinets oh. and scratches uh, furniture and various things. It's and she said to me the other day, just two days ago. We're walking by the dining room table. And of course, they only eat in the dining room like at Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And have you ever amortized the cost of uh, eating at the dining room table? Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> okay. My next house will not have one. Anyway, um, she says, oh, yeah, don't look too closely at the chairs because the cat's ruining the chairs. <laughs> Leather chairs on the dining room table. So, okay, the cat. So I don't, but it, my, back to the point of value, things you value in life. But money normally is not even in the top three or four. It's important for people, and and we all value money. Of course, you have to. It'd be foolish not to. But for most people in their life that go through their working careers, money is a key component, but not the number one driver of a number of things. People, we all make choices with our money. We choose to, instead of investing dollars, we'll go out to dinner that night, or we'll do a variety of things. We'll pay for our kids' soccer club instead of investing the dollars. We do lots of things instead of just trying to amass more dollars. And so when, as us as financial advisors and retirement counselors, 
when we talk to individuals and families, our goal is to help them accomplish what they're trying to accomplish within their values. What's what is it? What is it they want out of their life? What do they want these dollars to do for what, them? What are they trying to? What are what are they trying to get done? And for most people, as they go into retirement, it's not about getting richer. It's mostly about not being poor. Yeah, protecting your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. How but can most, I? Most people, when they go into retire, sometimes people get a little confused and they think, oh, they have amassed this money and they need to double it or triple it. Or, but when it all comes down to it, and people go into retirement with any sort of money. That is when they really need to understand a risk-adjusted rate of return, which is how much am my capital am I putting at risk in order to get to my desired goal. And I tell you, we see people that have taken on way too much risk in their with their money. We see people that are um, so concerned about taking any risk that they get sold something that looks like it doesn't have risk, like an equity index annuity or some other piece. Of, and um, anyway, so we see lots of different situations. So the, the thing that that we're passionate about, about why we've been doing this radio program for 20 years, is to help people make choices with their money that are in line with their goals and with their values, what they're trying to accomplish. And it's not necessarily about getting rich. Like, Pat, you joked the other day that someone mentioned to you that uh, it was some marketing person that was talking about oil and gas. Oh, yeah, story yeah. You told no, me? He, he said, yeah, I work for a firm that actually uh, uh, works with people that want oil and gas leases. And I said, no one wants an oil and gas lease. So what that is where someone sends in twenty or $25,000 and they get a little part of an oil well or some ground, something. And he said, no, no, people want these. I said, people do not want an oil and gas lease any more than they want a mutual fund or a stock or a bond. What they want is someplace that's appropriate, what they believe is appropriate to put their money uh, for a period of time. But you're not really interested in the products. And the guy said to me, well, that's weird. I said, no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I've weird. never had anyone come into my office and say, you know, I'd really like an oil and gas Least right, yeah. So anyway, because I just love the petroleum product, and the more we can pull it out of the ground and so, but drill, for, baby, drill. But so for the average consumer, they get confused about what it is they want. What they focus is on the product, and what you should be focusing on is the process and the outcome, because a product is nothing but a tool. So a mutual fund is that good? I maybe. don't know. Stock good. I don't know. Could be. Maybe not. Don't know. Depends on the stock. Bonds, especially the things that are more esoteric. Index annuities get a little bit more dangerous. Non-traded REITs get a little bit more dangerous. Uh, on the far end of dangerous is an oil and gas lease. <laughs> no kidding. On the well, far who's end. buying an oil and gas lease? I mean, well, someone was at some point in time. I mean, there was lots of money that was put into developing those wells that br brought us to overcapacity in the, uh, in the industry. It, it, right? Think about that. It's a lot of money went into those developments of the wells and the oh. pipelines and everything else that brought us to overcapacity. That's exactly what happened. That's why the oil prices declined. That's why oil prices declined because there's overcapacity. There's more than they could use. Why? Well, there was a huge investment in it. Yeah, but how about a smart investment of, of uh, investing in housing for those in North Dakota that are doing the fracking? Uh, 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 Same issue, right? Yeah, with well, lack of diversification. Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean that housing is good or bad. But if you had everything in housing anywhere, it was a bad call. It was a bad call in North Dakota. Yeah. North Dakota depends on everything's timing. Right. Housing in California in 06. Vegas, Florida, New York, Michigan. I'll never forget. It's a, it's a family member of a family member in real estate. They They've sold real estate their entire careers. So someone that was kind of related to you. Yes. I would see it like uh, once a year at a family get-together, a relative of a relative. And this woman said, this is 1999. Uh, 1999, the real estate market did not do much during the 90s. And she says, yeah, we're getting out. Uh, we're selling all the, all the rest, rest, of our, <laughs> rest of our real estate because we're buying stocks. This oh. is 1999. I said, what? I said, you kidding me? I said, I would not recommend that. I mean, stocks are way up and real estate's not is down. And, and she said, we passed the mass potatoes. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So I kid you not, in like 06, she says, oh, yeah, we're not in stocks at all. We're in real estate. And guess what state in, they moved to for the real estate? Uh, Florida. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. They bought three houses in Florida. Uh, that didn't end well. No, it's not ending too well for them. But- um, but the reality is, it isn't either good or that. bad. It isn't either good or bad. It's the timing, relative value in the marketplace of any one particular um, asset class, and diversification. That's really what it gets down to.
It's not much more complicated than that. Relative value and diversification. Well, those that aren't diversified are the ones that, like this example, I just they got slammed and they, when the dot-com blew apart, and they got slammed again when they bought real estate in Florida. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll start taking some calls. If you'd like to join us, if you have a question, anything financially related, maybe it has to do with your retirement or your 401k or getting your kids through college, uh, whatever the case may be from a financial standpoint, our number to be part of the show, one triple eight two hanson that's one triple eight two H A N S O N. That's triple eight two four two six seven six six. Love to take your call. Stick around for more. We're taking a quick break. This is Hanson McLean's Money Matters. To have your questions answered by Scott Hansen and Pat McLean, visit their website at moneymatters.com or call now at one triple eight two Hansen. That's one triple eight two H A N S O N. Planning, saving, and transitioning into retirement isn't as easy as it used to be. Interest rates are low, the financial markets are volatile, and pensions aren't what they used to be. Have you saved enough? Will your investments last you until your dying day? Are you on the right track? If you are asking yourself any of these questions, you could really benefit from meeting with the Hanson McLean Financial Advisor. At Hanson McLean Advisors, they use a unique seven personal decision points process that can help you evaluate what steps you should be considering to keep you on a path to your ideal retirement. A meeting with one of their financial advisors will look at topics such as how much income your investments could produce, how to maximize social security benefits, methods to reduce income taxes, and more. So come into one of their Northern California offices to meet with one of their credentialed advisors and see how Hanson McLean Advisors may help get you to the place you want to be financially, the place you need to be financially. Contact Hanson McLean today at 1-888-2-HANSON or visit moneymatters.com. That's moneymatters.com. Taking the financially complex and making it simple, it's Hanson McLean's Money Matters at one 2 hanson Welcome back to Hanson McLean's Money Matters. I'm Scott Hanson. I'm Pat McLean. If you'd like to join the show, that's 888-2-HANSON. That's H-A-N-S-O-N. Or you can go to moneymatters.com, moneymatters.com. Yeah. We just revamped the whole thing. If you haven't been to moneymatters.com in a while, you need to. Money, it's the, our Money Matters Academy. Money Matters Academy, it's a financial uh, website where it's not only if you have our podcast this program but there's a lot of great information on there. It and, really is. And I we have some good webinars and but I do we do need to issue an apology, Scott. Um so we last week we posted on our website the Money Matters uh, portfolio stress test and um we didn't know whether one or two or three people would go there and want to stress That's test right. their portfolio. Um so if we haven't gotten back to you on your stress test of your portfolio, we apologize because uh, a lot Inundated. more people went there wanting us to stress then test we, their existing portfolio than we ever anticipated. Anyway, we've revamped and yeah, we will get you. Yeah, we will get we will get you. And it's it's now available. Uh, we were able to clean it up a lot this week to make it easier to use and to get back to you. So it's uh, that's the Money Matters Portfolio Stress Test and. Once again, um, for those people that we've taken, normally we're right on it. Normally we get to you in less than a half a day, and some of these people took us three and four days just because we were inundated with this new tool that we put yeah. up on our website. So, but anyway, my yeah. apologies. <clears throat> MoneyMatters.com, you'll find the uh, uh, Money Matters stress test where you can um, stress test your portfolio. It's pretty cool. Anyway, let's take some calls here. Let's uh, talk with Tom and Livermore. Tom, you're with Hanson McLean. Um, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you doing, Tom? Good. Um, I'm a 59-year-old retiree. Um, I'm on a disability uh, retirement, and I have an annuity, which I can't fund anymore because I am on a uh, disability pension and Social Security. And it's worth about uh, $100,000 currently. And my pension and Social Security together are substantial income. I do pretty good on that. Um, the annuity I want where I can access portions of it and which I can't do with the annuity. I have to take, if I take anything, I have to take it all and I don't want to take it all out at once. 
Well, I want well, to know, can I roll that over well, to an IRA? And if so, what type of IRA should it be? So let's let's step back for a minute. Because you hear the word annuity, and it, and it, 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 it means a two dozen, three dozen different things to us as to what an annuity is. So tell us about the annuity. Is it inside of an IRA or outside of an IRA? Or 401k or 403b? Uh, as far as I know, what it was is I, I was an operating engineer. It was funded through my job. I, hourly, it was contributed. It. When I went uh, out on disability, obviously the, the contribution stopped. I left it alone because it had been performing okay. pretty good. So, um, yes, you can roll this into an IRA. Yeah, this sounds like it's a union plan. It sounds like you're part of Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. And so you've got this union plan. It was a, it's a qualified retirement plan, which once you separate service or, as a matter of fact, once you're on disability, you have the option of taking these dollars, transferring it into an IRA. Because you're on disability currently, you're on Social Security disability. Is that correct? Correct. And yeah. then I get uh, also disability pensions from my union. I, I worked a tremendous amount of hours, and I have a pretty good pension. Good for you. Uh, even even on disability, so well that contributed to the, to the disability. <laughs> you worked yourself. Oh, yeah. to, <laughs> you actually you you uh, retired after a normal number of uh, hours worked, just a different year. Um, so yes, you can roll this into an IRA. Uh, you can actually roll it into a self directed IRA, which would be our recommendation. And inside there, you want to put together a portfolio of probably self directed. You can actually have an advisor help you if you wanted that. Or you can not, but a self-directed means you can own just about anything you want inside one account. But wait, but but when you say you could own just about anything you want, what I would own inside of it would be a portfolio of index, low-cost mutual funds, ETFs, or low-cost uh, actively traded uh, funds. And um, and if you're comfortable doing it yourself, do it yourself. If you're not comfortable doing it yourself, then get a local advisor that you're comfortable with to actually manage the money. And most of them would charge a fee. Uh, for a hundred thousand dollars, about a percent and a half. Yeah, probably around. around, right around there. Um, yeah, and, and you absolutely can. And then you could. There's no restrictions, regardless of your age, because you're on disability, Social Security disability. No restriction whatsoever on how you access those dollars. The, then the fifty nine and a half doesn't apply to you. Right, because of the disability, I understand that, there is no penalty for that's correct. withdrawal. That's correct. So okay, you, I was just wondering if the IRA was my best move to do it, and. You're saying that is well. Clearly, so if you're, if which just seems strange, the way your plan is now, they won't let you take a partial withdrawal. It's all or nothing. Yeah, and I, I thought I, I've been perfectly happy with it. Uh, who it's through the union, but it's managed by uh, uh, Mercer, but it's a Vanguard fund, and I've been really happy. I had a Roth mm-hmm. uh, IRA with Vanguard, and um, obviously, I can't do anything with that anymore either. But you, this might be an opportunity for you to do some Roth conversions. Is your um, disability pension fully taxable, or is a portion of it tax-free? Uh, it's fully taxable. Okay. Um, and what's your what's your ballpark annual income? Uh, about eighty-five. And are you married or single? Single. Okay, never I mind. Have no, I have no obligations. Yeah, never but, mind. Yeah, but we were looking not. We weren't looking to see if we could hook you up with another lady or anything. We were looking to see what your income qualification is to convert money from an IRA to a Roth, um, and um, and you don't qualify that. Although I'm sure that it's some you know it, 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 going in the future, if that changed, then we would actually look at it on a year by year basis to see if it makes sense at any one point in time for you to move from a, a IRA to a Roth IRA. But right now, it doesn't. Does so, your does your pension have a cost of living adjustment on it? Uh, no, unfortunately, uh, uh, the way our pension is funded, uh, two thousand eight hurt us a lot. And actually, I should have been uh, on this disability. I should have been at ninety percent of the pension I had accumulated up to the time of my disability. And the year before I went out on disability, they cut that back to seventy percent. But again, because of the uh, twenty seven hundred three thousand hours a year I was working, yeah. My pension was still funded, even at seventy percent of what I earned up to that point. And so, do you? Do you? Uh, and and so, I make I make a good portion in Social Security too. Again, because yeah, that does have a cost of living adjustment, except for next year because they didn't grant it this year. But um, I guess our only, from a financial planner standpoint, our only concern would be as time goes on, your pension is not going to keep growing to keep up with inflation, and that hundred grand that you've got saved in your retirement maybe of of in of need. 
10 or 15 years from now. So don't don't uh, draw on it uh, too heavily, if at all. Well, I, and I don't have uh, – what I want to do is I want to draw it down. It's for something that I'm doing that's uh, – I still stay as active as I possibly can with my condition. And uh, it's for something that I'm passionate about, and I want to draw oh. a small portion. Okay, perfect. It was, it was what I tried to draw from the annuity. I found out that, no, yeah. you can't yeah. do that. You have to take it off. And there was going to be a substantial tax on oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be ridiculous. So it, 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 this is very, very easy to do. Um, very easy to do, Tom. So just if you get a quality advisor, they'll actually do the paperwork. They'll actually call uh, the pension administrator. They'll roll it into the IRA, and they'll actively manage it. And then they can start either a monthly distribution or one whenever you need the money. But it's it's very, very easy to do. And actually, if you go to our website, moneymatters.com, moneymatters.com, and there's actually a little uh, uh, audio clip as well as some talking points about moving a uh, essentially a pension plan into an IRA. And we'll walk you through the steps. So go to moneymatters.com. Pretty easy to Very do. Very good. I appreciate the call. Yeah, glad you called, right. Tom. And, you know, you. You know, I think it's important for the rest of the listeners. This, when, Pat, you said when you, an annuity means lots of different things. So Tom actually had two annuities. He did. He had the monthly annuity pension, which would be a lifetime annuity. Considered the annuity just means stream of income, really the term means. But that term annuity is applied to different types of investments. And sometimes you'll see people that have inside their retirement plan, whether it's a 403B or even an IRA, the investment they own is an in, is a contract from an insurance company that is called an annuity. But this may not have actually even been an annuity. It's just been referred to as an annuity. But let's say it could have been. So with teachers, you see oftentimes with teachers, they have a 403B tax-sheltered annuity, it's called. Those annuities can be rolled into an IRA or other type of uh, retirement plan. They can be rolled into a new employer's 401k. They can be rolled into an IRA. Lots of different, uh, any, any other retirement plan. A non-qualified annuity, like someone at the bank might sell you, not to pick on people selling things at the bank, Although we sometimes do pick on people selling things at the bank. not It's not the people. It's just the structure of the people at the bank are really nice. It's this, It's their economic incentives and the motivations behind it that come from a corporate or cultural level that says sell product. Sell product. Product before solution. Yeah. Really. yeah, yeah. So uh, in any case, so these the, the typical non-qualified annuity cannot be transferred into an IRA. And um, when it's time to take money, those dollars are going to be taxed one day, but you can't roll those into an IRA. So if you bought an annuity at the bank eight years ago and the surrender charges are finally up and they call you and tell you that your annuity's matured, which it really hasn't, they just want to move it to another product, you cannot say, oh, I'm just going to move it to an IRA. You're kind of, you're either stuck with an annuity contract or you roll it out and pay taxes on the gains. Or you pay taxes on the gains. Yeah. And there's a couple of ways to strategies to do that, incidentally. So if, let's say you bought a new and you won out. But, but Scott, Scott but let's step back for a second before we go on. Because I've heard this three times in the last two months. Someone said, oh, my, my, the bank called me. They said my The uh, bank called me last week. My annuity's mature. Your annuity doesn't mature. Annuities mature when you're 100. Now, if you're 100 and you get the call from the bank that says your annuity mature. Well, good for you, Farina. <laughs> still might, he, to hear the phone. <laughs> Get to the phone and answer the phone. Good for you. So when they say your annuity has matured, unless you're 100, <laughs> it's misleading. What they, what they want to say is there's a surrender charge that has come off your annuity, and now it won't cost you anything to move it into a new contract. And, and as an annuity salesperson, I would like to move that into a new contract so I can get paid a commission. Whether it's, so why did the bank call you last week? You said the bank called you? Um, I, had, I had had some... I, uh, my cash balance is larger than it normally is for something that was happening. Anyway, there's, it's not going to be there forever, but it's there. And with interest rates that I could, for cash money, it's 0. 0.01 or 0. Yeah. 0.002. I mean, they're all so low. It's, it's not even, if you calculate the math on a, wasn't that big of a balance, you calculate the math, it's not, wasn't worth moving anywhere. Just let it sit there for a few months. And my wife went in for some other reason to the bank for something. And she's, there was apparently some guy nicely dressed looking at, kind of over the teller's shoulder. Really? Yes. And then called this week 
Hi, this is Bill or whatever, Trevor, whatever his name was. Trevor? He was a young guy. He's like 24. <laughs> his name was Trevor. I'm not picking on young people. But Justin? <laughs> Justin. <laughs> and uh, called from the bank and uh, please give me a call. Did you then, call back? No, I didn't call back. I knew exactly. They were trying to sell me some product. But huh? no, not knocking on my bank. A little knocking on it, but that's all right. Uh, in any case. There's nothing wrong with Trevor or Justin or. We actually have lots of young people that work for us. Impressive, truly. Yeah, I like young people. If uh, I need the young people around me to keep yeah. me sharp yeah. and motivated. In, in any pers- case, so just remember that on annuities, if it's a qualified retirement plan, 403B, you can roll it to an IRA. If it's not, you're going to have to pay tax on those dollars when you pull the money out. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here uh, for the bottom of the hour news. If you want to join us, 888-2-HANSON is our number. Again, that's 888-2-H-A-N-S-O-N, uh, 888-2-H-A-N-S-O-N. Two four two six seven six six. When we come back, we will continue on with your calls. I've got some great more financial topics we're talking about as well. So stick around for more handsome McLean's Money Matters. To join the show, call us at one triple eight two Hanson. That's one triple eight two H A N S O N. One triple eight two four two sixty seven sixty six. Are you as confident as you should be when it comes to your finances? Do you feel that you're on track to accomplish your goals? If not, you owe it to yourself to take a look at Hans McLean Advisors. Scott Hansen and Pat McLean, hosts of Hans McLean's Money Matters, founded Hans McLean Advisors over 20 years ago to help people make wise choices with their money. The approach taken by Hans McLean Advisors is one of financial planning, meaning the advisors take the time with each client to help map out a strategy before they offer any solutions. Their fee-based investment accounts are designed to be transparent and liquid, so you never have to guess what's going on under the hood. And there are no commissions when products are changed or when rebalances take place. Plus, unlike many investment firms, there is a high level of communication keeping you informed and up-to-date. With offices in Northern California, come and see how Hanson McLean Advisors can be of benefit to you. Contact them at one 2 hanson or moneymatters.com. That's moneymatters.com. Back to one of the longest-running financial programs. Here's Hanson McLean's Money Matters. Welcome back to Hanson McLean's Money Matters. Scott Hanson, Pat McLean. Thanks for joining us. That's right. On uh, what is the date today? It's September nineteenth. When is fall? Oh, summer solstice right around the corner. Oh, wake September twenty first. Yeah, twenty first. Yeah, twenty. It's not summer. You, that's winter. Solstice. That's when uh, winter. What solstice? Winter is that? solstice. Fall. It's when I listen to my. No, old, winter solstice is December. It's when I listen to the old Jethro Tull albums. It's the first day of fall. Celebrate the solstice with Jethro Tull. Tull. What are you talking about? Do you remember Jethro Tull? We've got a lot of fifty year olds that listen to this show. I'm forty eight. Jethro Tull. You might be a little you, too young for Jethro Tull. Maybe. Yeah, I think my older sister listened to Jeth- Jethro Tull. Jethro. But she liked, she liked like bread I like and bread Peter too. Frampton more. I'm not a huge fan of Peter Frampton, but bread? <laughs> so. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? I heard a great interview with Neil Young the other day on the radio. <laughs> Neil Young. I like what? some Neil Young. I love Neil Young. Huh? Only because I had some older siblings. If I didn't have older siblings, you wouldn't, I don't uh, know who I'd listen to. Because... Uh, the what, what, did, what did Jethro Tull have to do with the... Uh, because he'd sing about the solstices. It's kind of a... It's, this fall, it's fall. Is that a solstice? It's the first day of fall, I believe. What do I look on like? On September 20th. I didn't study second, medieval anything. I studied business. I don't know anything about medieval. the arts or sciences. Medieval? Well, a business major. We're about as narrow as they come as business majors. You should have classes that uh, broaden your scope yeah. so you can have good interaction with people that aren't business people. And they can, after a brief encounter with you, they can walk away and say, that McLean... He is so smart. I can't believe how much he knew about astronomy and the seasons. Uh, he must be a brilliant financial planner as well. Let me tell you something about college. You said those are things I should have done. There's lots of things I should have done in college, and there's lots of things I shouldn't have done. And none of them we're going to talk about here on the radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you should have went to class. Maybe there's, I should have done lots of things. Anyway, if you'd like to join the show, 888-2-HANSON. That's 888 888- Two four two, seven six six six, and we'll That's get you six seven six six. Oh, I'm sorry. No, is it six seven six six? Triple eight two four two 
six seven six six. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I thought I said. Six seven six. I don't know what you said. Maybe you did. <laughs> All right. It's but been we'll a long morning and, already. We'll have to go back and listen to the tape. All right. Let's That's ta- if you want to join the show, or you can go to moneymatters.com, moneymatters.com, and you can type in a question there. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of different ways to get a hold of us. All right. Uh, you can Actually, you can drive by here and um, wave outside the building if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. You have a big banner. That'd be interesting. I haven't had a question come up that way yet. Yeah. We'll fly by. Uh, anyway. Let's uh, talk to Will in Stockton. Will, you're with Hanson McLean. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I've been worried about my retirement since I was 14, and I'm 27 now, so I know I have a fair amount of time in front of me. Uh, You've been... I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You've been worried about your retirement since you were 14? Absolutely. Uh, My mom told me that I'd have to take care of her, that I was her retirement plan, and so I started freaking out about that stuff pretty early. Oh, you know Most what? Most 14-year-olds are, like, worried about trying to get a date, some girl to look at them. You know, my dad tried that, too, and it had no effect on me, but um, uh, it, it worked on you. So, Will, what? tell us about yourself. You're 28 now? 27. 27, right? Do you have a yeah. job? Uh, of course. <laughs> okay, <what? laughs> that would be good if it, we would have really loved the call. Well, if you said no, you haven't worked in three years. Approximately, what is your income? Uh, Forty-five thousand a year. And this is this job that you'll receive a monthly pension when you retire. So it's uh, we, we've got two different funds through work. One is an ESOP program, which uh, donates twenty percent of my salary uh, per year into a. Uh, into the ESOP program, which is privately held, not public, with a mm-hmm. projected 8% growth rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that ESOP isn't, sure. right now it's going at 20%, but that isn't actually a guaranteed that they're going to continue to fund 20% of your salary. Yes. But it's a great, 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 great. thing. Great Fantastic. thing. Phenomenal thing. So that's the ESOP. And what else do you have? Uh, 401k that draws 2% of my pre-tax dollars. And is there a match on the 401k? Uh, no, I don't believe right now that I can put into it, but I may not be as informed as I should be about it. Okay, so you're saving 2% of your income uh, out of your own pocket. Yes. What do you think you should be doing? I think I should be calling you. Okay. <laughs> so here's, if I were in your situation, or if, if you were my son, I'd be very proud that you're worried about saving some money for retirement at age 27. Your best vehicle for retirement savings is your employer-sponsored retirement plan, that 401k. The reason for that is because most of us um, have trouble saving money because there are always competing needs and wants with our dollars. So money that comes into our checkbook uh, after we've got paid, there's always something to be spent on, right? There's money that there's lots of needs for those dollars. If money gets yanked out of our paycheck and invested for us before it goes into our checkbook, it's 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 set aside for us. It's it's saved, and it's amazing that we can somehow manage to get by on that less income. I mean, unless you are uh, it's making the the poverty below the poverty wage and have a three mouths to feed, just about anybody can make some adjustments in their lifestyle to save some money for retirement. So how long have you had this job at the income level you're at? Uh, about six years now. Six years. And how long have you been saving the 2% in your 401k? Uh, that program started up about three years ago. Okay. Here's what I would do. I would I would work on getting that 401k savings up to 10%. Now, if you can't do that overnight, because it sounds like daunting, increase it by maybe 3% next week. And next, if you next time you get any sort of raise, increase it with the raise, and try to get that up to ten percent. You want that at ten percent? You absolutely. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry. Based on my lifestyle, I don't think that would be too difficult. Well, uh, but uh, that's, your, that's your that's that's you your. You have money saved outside of your four hundred one k right now. Uh, I recently had a. Uh, last-minute move go on that drains some of my savings. Okay. okay. We have a, a fair amount of savings. So so w- what happens is what, that if I, you, you say fair amount, how much do you have in savings? Uh, right now, not nearly as much as I like. Okay. Okay. I keep 2000 in savings. How much? 2000 2000 
Okay, I thought you said okay. fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> so I almost so fell I. off my chair. So, so here's what. Th- that's why you you might you're not going to get there overnight, but you need to get this at ten percent of of your your say of your income at a minimum. So do it slowly, and, and over the next five years, you want to get it to to fifteen percent. So you want to do it slowly, and you should be as aggressive as you possibly could with this, which means you want a hundred percent of it in stocks. in stocks, about seventy percent in U.S. and thirty percent in yep. international. Now, does it matter much that uh, when I get my statements on it, it, it seems to just be breaking even right now? I know I'm on an aggressive model, which that's because uh, things are down right now. That, but you don't—you you don't should care. care about what the prices are when you go to hit retirement and have to take care of your mom, right? That's what you should care right. about uh, is what the price are going to be in the future. So, like when you hear uh, the stock market declining, you should be happy. You're 27, like man. Apple price, the stock of Apple just went down. I could buy more. The stock price so, of whatever. I could buy more shares for the same amount. You should be excited when the stock price so goes down. So the concept being is why you're aggressive is that at the end of the journey, you want as much money as you possibly can. So the closer you get to the end of the journey, the more conservative the portfolio becomes. So you're 27 now. You'll stay aggressive until you're about 50, and then you'll slowly start pulling the aggressiveness out of the portfolio That's until a long the day time you retire. But it's a long, long time. It's 23 years. So what the market does on a day-to-day basis, and you go back and you look at any 23-year period in the U.S. stock market and tell me where it hasn't been one of the best-performing asset classes ever, even if you invested the day before the Great Depression or even if you – before uh, the 87 market crash or, or the last Great Recession. Or the last Great Recession. So your time period is so long that that's why the allocation is the way it is. And you shouldn't worry about a day-to-day I'm going to add basis. one more thing in, though. If your employer offers a Roth option within that 401k, I would suggest that you put half your money in the pre-tax option and half the money in the Roth option. I don't believe they offer a Roth option right okay. now. Okay. They so, might not, and you might want to ask them. It's, it's kind of like flipping a switch. I mean, uh, that's been available for about five or six years. Our company did, I think, the first couple months that it was So up. here's what I think you should do. Move it by 1% every three months until you're at 10%. Unless you think you can do more than that. Do more than do more tomorrow. But at a minimum, 1% every three months until you're at 10%, which means that in two years you'll be at 10%. And if you could do that once every 1% at every three months – then keep it going until you you hit fifteen percent of pay, and at that point I've in time, plenty aggressive on that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I appreciate the call, and yeah. um, it's been a pleasure actually yeah. talking to you. Twenty-seven. <laughs> Good luck, Will. I know. Worried not... about taking care of his mom. I'm going to get my kids over to Will's house. <laughs> Spend some time with Will. Look at Will. Hey, you're, hey, kids, we're going to Will's for the weekend. Who's Will? Hey, the nice young man. He's, he's got lots to learn. Just listen to lots his retirement plan. Like, look at how he's going to take care of his mom. He's planning ahead. Calling a radio show. Asking, how do I save more money so I can take care of my mom? I know. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. That's, my kids will be going to Stockton this weekend. <laughs> I tell you, not that many people age 27 are already thinking about retirement, though, so that's good. Hey, we take, need to take a quick break. Um, you're listening to Handsome McLean's Money Matters. Stick with us for about two or three minutes. Less than that, actually. We'll be right back with taking your calls. Handsome McLean's Money Matters. Wondering if you're on track with your financial matters? Call now at one 2 Hanson. That's one 2 hanson Planning, saving, and transitioning into retirement isn't as easy as it used to be. Interest rates are low, the financial markets are volatile, and pensions aren't what they used to be. Have you saved enough? Will your investments last you until your dying day? Are you on the right track? If you are asking yourself any of these questions, you could really benefit from meeting with the Hanson McLean Financial Advisor. At Hanson McLean Advisors, they use a unique seven personal decision points process that can help you evaluate what steps you should be considering to keep you on a path to your ideal retirement. A meeting with one of their financial advisors will look at topics such as how much income your investments could produce, how to maximize Social Security benefits, methods to reduce income taxes, and more. So come into one of their Northern California offices to meet with one of their credentialed advisors and see how Hanson McLean Advisors may help get you to the place you want to be financially the place you need to be financially. Contact Hanson McLean today at 1-888-2-HANSON or visit moneymatters.com. That's moneymatters.com. Back to Hanson McLean's Money Matters. Two guys, one head of hair.
Welcome back to Hanson McLean's Money Matters. I'm Scott Hanson. I'm Pat McLean. Thanks for joining That's us. That's right. Glad you are with us on this um, fabulous weekend. You know, um, so, uh, Scott, I was just thinking um, over this last call talking to Will, the 27-year-old that's uh, saving for retirement. If he goes to, my, uh, goes to moneymatters.com and goes to the retirement savings section, click on calculators. that. There's all kinds of calculators in there that will show you what it, it will grow to, as well as a number of uh, short videos that talk about how these retirement plans work. Yeah, moneymatters.com. Moneymatters.com. It's, it's a good um We spent a lot of time and energy uh, developing this resource for our clients. Um, and actually, he was talking about how the markets weren't doing well um, yes. recently. He would benefit by taking that little, even that little 401k he has now and plugging that into the Money Matters stress um, test. Yeah, so which you can, can do right at moneymatters.com, the Money Matters stress test. Yeah. So even with, with the smallest nominal amount, just to get an understanding of, of how the markets will perform over a one, three, five, ten-year period. Although that, I think that tool on our website there, Pat, is really ideal for those that are within like five years of retirement. The reason I say that, it's, it's, it, it's a great tool to understand risk and understand what shocks can do to a portfolio and to understand what happens if, if interest rates rise 2% over the next 12 months. What would that mean to my portfolio? If interest rates rise and the stock market falls at the same time, what would that do to my portfolio? Those are That's really important, and not to say someone like Will couldn't benefit, really important, though, as you are getting closer to retirement and about to transition to retirement, because it's at that stage, you can't afford to... And you're not going to... You, you don't have 23 years. I think you've got a good point years. there. But I mean, you do. Your life expectancy is still long. Well, don't get me wrong, so, but... It, but it's not to say that the tool it wouldn't be valuable to Will. If we want to talk about how the money matters stress test works, Scott, um, the tool would still be valuable, Will, because you could show over a long period of time how things perform. Even a twenty-year period, where it's most valuable, I agree, is someone that um, the loss of principal over a relatively short period of time has a much larger impact on their lifestyle. Yeah, those that are closer to retirement. And to understand actually how your portfolio is designed to weather that. Yeah. So whether it's right or wrong, at least you'll get a, an idea whether your portfolio is right or wrong. Most people have no idea how their portfolio will perform in a up or down market. This isn't this is not exact, but it uses a bunch of historical shouldn't say that's not a technical term, a bunch. Um thousands of historical models in order to uh, give a relatively predictive Relatively. And it's Relatively. got a short coming. And there's yeah, but, but a bunch it's of the best tools we've used. I actually remember when I was taking my is it, is it not the best tool we've used? It's one of the best. Well, we, I think we have some better. Well, behind better. the black box, behind the curtain where <laughs> the average consumer couldn't figure out how to use it. Yeah, correct. It's, it's probably one of the best tools I've seen for an everyday man or woman to be able to use for a portfolio. And it's maybe some of the best um, outcomes, the understandable outcomes. It's not a bunch of standard deviations and yes. stuff like that there. It, it puts into real terms. Here's what your portfolio, here's what we think would happen based upon all these algorithms. And a lot of it's based on historical facts. But I do remember, Pat, one of my first finance classes, we'd always, the professor would always talk about history. And I remember raising my hand one day and say, look, you know, this is great, but it's everything's based upon history, but things aren't going to repeat themselves exactly the same tomorrow. So why is everything based on history? <laughs> he kind of sat quiet for a moment. He says, well, it's really the only thing we've got to go on. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it's fair enough. I mean, human nature hasn't has changed. has a tendency to repeat itself. Yeah. Human nature hasn't changed a whole lot. So we yeah. can certainly leave behavior drives a lot of finance, particularly short term. But a lot of it is just you're going to have to see how things have reacted historically to one another. Realizing that's not a perfect. But uh, if you weren't using that future. and you were talking about the future, you'd be a futurist, which is basically you just get up there and say what blah blah blah. And because you're a futurist, it doesn't have to actually be based on science or history. Just I'm a futurist. Anyway, we better take some calls. Triple eight two Hanson to join the program. Triple eight two H A N S O N. And we're talking with Ann. Ann, you're with Hanson McLean. Hey, good morning, Scott and Pat. Hi, Hi Ann. How are you today? Doing good. Good. Um, we're both 49 years old, 
I've been married for 22 years, two school-age kids. My husband was downsized in his job about uh, two years ago in IT, and we had to pretty much gut our savings to kind of just um, survive because I was a stay-at-home mom at that time. And um, we ended up having to also um, refi, you know, take a, actually take a second out on our primary residence that had been paid off. Okay. Um, and we took um, a second out, and unfortunately, you know, we had to do that, but we had to do that to pay off our bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About 20, you know, so we did that. And now we're in a situation, um, we have a condo that's a rental property. Okay. And we bought that back in 93 for $47,000. Um, didn't pay it off. We just kind of used it as investment property for our own primary residence because that's what we used to pay off our primary residence. Okay. So let's start it. Let me ask it this way. <laughs> so you, <laughs> I'm confused. You have a primary residence. What do you <laughs> really? Owe? What do you owe on it? To forget how it got there. Tell me about the primary residence. What's the, the value? Primary residence we we owe twenty eight thousand dollars. And what's and that's a home uh, equity line of credit. <clears throat> that's what we owe. Yeah, that's the remaining balance that we owe on the house, and it would be paid off free and clear. Okay. Okay. And what's the value of the home? Um, the Thompsonar area is saying about between three forty and three sixty. All right, we'll call it three fifty. Okay, that, now that's your primary. Your rental, tell us about the rental. Yeah. The rental, yeah, the what? rental, um, we just completed a refi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was at 7.0%, and we did a refi at 4.25. And how much you owe on it? Now we owe 81000 on it. And what's the value of the rental? Oh, gosh. They claim, I think we got one of those property letters that said it's 68000 it's appreciated only that much. So 110000 or something's worth? Yeah, okay. maybe that's pushing it. All right. yeah, it's been, and, so what's your question for us? My question is, we, we have about $20,000 worth of repairs to do on our primary residence. We're wondering, in order to also replenish our savings account, which we got it, mm-hmm. um, would it be a wise decision in this climate right now, in this market, to go ahead and put our primary up for sale, maybe try to find a pre-foreclosure for less, and then maybe sell the house as is without sinking $20,000 in repair, and that may bring it, you know, maybe we can, you know, sell it for three forty dollars mm-hmm. on the high end, and then take some of that, the proceeds from the sale, and downsizing a little bit in our house and to replenish our savings. Does well, that make sense? Yeah. Are you yeah. both wor- back worth- working? Are you both working now? Yes, we're both working. Okay. So um, what's your what's your family income? Our family income is um, jointly about about 140000 a year. Yeah. So I don't see any benefit in moving your house to fix a short term. Unless <laughs> unless you were talking about downsizing in a substantially way. smaller home or less priced home. And are you are you talking about downsizing significantly? Um, no, I mean we're already in a single level thirteen hundred square yeah, foot yeah. home with so two you're... boys that could be six feet tall. Yeah, yeah. You're oh, not, you're that not... now there's the liability yeah. we just found out right there. <laughs> so there, uh, there's no, there is no uh, benefit to 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 that whatsoever. So I think that what your debt structure on these properties that you have are it's fine. Not, yeah, I don't. It's not bad. I think, you're forty nine years old. You're fine. You're fine. So moving the house isn't going to help. It's just going to be disruptive. What you really okay. need to do is just try to put together a budget and stick with it. Okay. That's what you okay. really need to do. The the debt, this stuff, against the assets, it's not. And what happened is you went through disruption in the family income that was yes. short term, but 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 traumatic. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. You lived it. Yeah. Uh, especially with two teenagers at home. Two boys. And you're dealing with some of the hangover of that. Still. That's all. And you're going to get through it. You just got to actually watch the nickels and dimes, and the dollars will take care of themselves. Okay. All right. Thank you. Watch That's the nickels no, really, and dimes. No, really. Because if you think about if you went to sell this, you got the real estate commission and the other fees on top of it. You know, so you're moving seven, the home. You're moving separate. the kids. 
Oh, and then you got to buy new curtains because those things don't yeah, match. Every weekend, you're at the Home Depot. <laughs> no, really. It so, can cost you a fortune, all those so little things. Don't do the repairs on the house until you can do them in cash, unless it is imminent. Like a re- the, leaky like, roof. Like a leafy, re- uh, leaky roof. So we appreciate the call, uh, Ann, uh, any time. And um, you, you have any questions, don't hesitate to call us yeah. at 8882 And you're in good shape. I really wouldn't... Um, I really wouldn't worry about this. You'll be past this. You survived the. I mean, it was a traumatic. As Pat said a couple of years ago, husband losing your job. You're a oh yeah, mom. we we had like a hundred thirty thousand dollars in savings down to twenty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, so. and God bless you. You had a hundred thirty thousand dollars in savings, right? And yeah. so what you want to do is watch the nickels and dimes. Dollars will take care of themselves. Get back on your feet. And it, uh, just watching the day-to-day dollars uh, will add up. Yeah. So, so we are about out of time, unfortunately. Um, we come here every week on this radio program. We are on Saturday mornings, uh, 8 to 9 on KGO and 10 to 11 on KFPK Sacramento. We broadcast Sunday afternoons, 2 o'clock, KFPK. But you can always get a podcast of the, this program at moneymatters.com. You go just to moneymatters.com. You can sign up for the podcast of this program. Each week it will get delivered right to you in your um, on your portable device or whatever it is you've got. So, And on, while you're at Money Matters, check out. There's a lot of great different uh, videos on there. There's some articles on there. Uh, you'll read my column that I write for Kiplinger's every two weeks. That, you'll find that on the uh, website as well. And, and the calculators. And there's some good calculators, too, to kind of figure some things out if you're trying to figure out what makes the most sense for you. So anyway, any of those ways, moneymatters.com. And if you'd like to meet with one of our advisors, yeah, you can figure out how to do that uh, as well. So appreciate you taking the time on this weekend to be part of the Handsome McLean's family. Have a great, great rest of the weekend. We'll see you next week. This program has been brought to you by Hanson McLean Advisors. Any ideas presented during this program are not intended to provide specific financial advice, and you should consult your own financial advisor or conduct your own due diligence. confident as you should be when it comes to your finances? Do you feel that you're on track to accomplish your goals? If not, you owe it to yourself to take a look at Hanson McLean Advisors. Scott Hanson and Pat McLean, hosts of Hanson McLean's Money Matters, founded Hanson McLean Advisors over 20 years ago to help people make wise choices with their money. The approach taken by Hanson McLean Advisors is one of financial planning, meaning the advisors take the time with each client to help map out a strategy before they offer any solutions. Their fee-based investment accounts are designed to be transparent and liquid, so you never have to guess what's going on under the hood. And there are no commissions when products are changed or when rebalances take place. Plus, unlike many investment firms, there is a high level of communication keeping you informed and up-to-date. With offices in Northern California, come and see how Hanson McLean Advisors can be of benefit to you. Contact them at one 888 hanson or moneymatters.com. That's moneymatters.com.